This podcast contains adult language and crude humor. Listener discretion is advised. All right, let's make it sentimental here for a minute, y'all. I really hope you and yours have been having an amazing holiday season. And I want you to remember throughout all of 2024, when, where, and just how mighty your first dump of the year is. Thralls! Balls! They're everywhere! Thralls Balls, the World of Warcraft podcast with a dirty mind and a clean behind. Hosted by Bentolis, Gershom, and Wooly. Ooh, what's up, swingers? From the TBHQ in the grizzly lands of Wisconsin, welcome to Thralls Balls, episode 121. I'm Wooly, the crashing, thrashing, destruction warlock, because I just keep coming back to it. Fuck it, I'm a destrolock. And here with me is Gershom, the sassy-ass hunter, slash destrolock, because we're both in the cool kids club, as well as Bentolis, a resident raw-mogging og-voker who knows how to play a destrolock. So I guess what I'm saying is we're we're all pretty cool. Hi, guys. Hey, what's up, Swingers? Merry Christmas. What's up, Swingers? Happy holidays to all y'all out there. And as long as my first dump isn't in my pants, I'm totally okay with that. And I guess I'll keep you. Happy Festivus. Throughout it's the past loop. year, you have all let me down in the following ways. No, I'm joking. Get your poll. Get your Festivus poll. Anyway, on today's show, Eridicron is made into a drink. Uh, we talk about WoW, go figure, it's a WoW podcast, and we probably say a lot of dumb stuff along the way. But first, well, I guess dumb stuff comes out first. You want to hear a joke? Hell yeah. Hell yeah, let's do it. All right. So one day, this guy's just wandering around Stormwind and finds himself in the Mage District outside of a bar he'd never heard of before, the Blue Recluse. Curious, he goes in, chats with the bartender a little bit, and he orders a pint. After a couple of minutes, he sees this door off to the side, and he goes, Hey, bartender, where does that door go? And the bartender's like, Oh, that's just to the VIP section. Drink here long enough, and we can set you up with that. And the man goes, Oh, cool. What are they doing there? The bartender shrugs and goes, Usually just blow bubbles. And the guy, you know, chuckles a little bit because he thinks he's you know, not telling the truth to hide what they're doing in the VIP section. But right then, a guy walks out the door and closes it behind him. And the man goes, hey, buddy, what were you doing in there? And the guy responds, well, I was blowing bubbles, of course. And then he leaves. The bartender laughs and goes, see, I told you. A couple minutes later, another guy comes out and the man asks him, hey, what is it you do in that VIP section? The guy just shakes his head and goes, I was blowing bubbles, my good sir. And then the bartender chuckles again. Less than 30 seconds later, a pink-haired gnome with a fabulous beard comes out. Let me guess, the man says, you were blowing bubbles in there. The gnome laughs and goes, I don't know what you're talking about, my guy. I am bubbles. I oh, saw that I coming it. like halfway through. <laughs> I saw that coming. I've been laughing the whole time. I just DM'd Ben. I was like, Bubbles is a dude. Watch. <laughs> yeah. I figured it out. That's a good one, though. That's a good one. I like it. Anyway, in the VIP section, they blow gnomes. Um, did, did anyone else have a joke or is that it? 
Do you guys think? Do you guys think that like a gnome dick is really small because they're small, or maybe they're like enormously large and gnomes are just disproportionately small? Like, what do you think it is? I would like to think it's the second one. I'd like to think that the like dude uh, just has to tuck it around his waist, like that's his waist. He can wear it like, like a tucks it into his sock. Yeah, <laughs> I, 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 if he's really talented, he can wear it as a belt. It's like a. That's what I was saying. Your waist piece would be called plot like my twist. <laughs> plot twist: the smallest race has the biggest dick. It, it, unless you're a mecha gnome, then it's like hydraulic powered. Wow. A hydraulic it's ready dick. Ready to go all night, bro. <laughs> That'd be crazy. Vooch, vooch, vooch. I'm well, done. I'm in a dry spell. You gotta stop. Vooch. Anyway, what have we been up to? And wow, I'll start because it hasn't been shit. Um, I got fired from my job. That fucking sucks. They can burn in hell. Fuck you. Um, but because of that, I decided I'm not doing my self-buffed run anymore with the weight loss. I'm still trying for the weight loss. However, I don't want the pressure of having to keep up with the game and with keeping all these pieces together to feel like a chore and just put more pressure on me and make me feel bad. So I've decided I'm not doing the run, uh, but I am continuing to level that Blood Elf Warlock, incidentally named Pelswick, because how else would I be crashing thrashing? Um, considering also leveling a Nightborn for the Heritage Armor, but I haven't pulled the trigger on that quite yet. And that's pretty much it. There is a possibility that once I can find a new job, I'll celebrate by allowing myself to pay to transfer the Warlock I've actually been putting work into this expansion. But we will see. We'll see. And that's me. How about, how about, how about Bentolis? Same shit, different day. You know, I'm doing keys. I'm starting to do some of my alts. I think I'm going to try to learn to play Brewmaster. Um, other than that, I've been pretty much not doing much since it was Christmas and I had unexpected people here. So. Isn't Travis playing a brewmaster right now? Yes. Hear that, Which Travis? I know what you play. Is that? is that like the DPS one? That's the tank. Oh. Uh, what about yeah. you? What about you, Gersh? That's all um, I got. I feel like I talk too much, but here we go. Um, I played the shit out of Gershon this week. Much more than Gershon. Um, I went on Cho a little bit. She has to finish like her heroics and stuff. But basically on Gershon, I, so I totally forgot I had this quest in my log to go check out like the catalyst, the you know, AF there and tear hold, whatever it's called, the conservation or whatever, the gear upgrade thing. So I had my four piece and didn't realize it. So I got my four piece out of like nowhere, just from like doing all the shit that I always do and upgrading my gear. I got my four piece, which is pretty dope. So um, for hunters, that's pretty cool. I forgot the stats, but it has to do with like bestial wrath and doing extra crit damage if you cast other spells that like cool down faster when you pop bestial wrath. So something like that. It's really cool. So Gershon's just tearing through open world content at this point. I still wanna I still wanna get into LFR, but it just opens. So I'm like, oh what if I suck? I'm still kind of having imposter syndrome. So I might wait until I get a little more bored. Maybe until I'm like all the way upgraded or something. Which shouldn't be long because like six out six of my pieces are maxed out at like 463 which is pretty much the best you can do being like a casual with the farming and unless you get pieces of champion gear from like chests and or like you know drops and stuff like that so like i got two pieces of champion gear randomly which will go higher 
and you can get the worm uh, token to upgrade them if you don't like your vault piece. And I don't really need anything on Gershom out of the vault. A trinket. I'm missing a trinket. Everything else out of the vault comes at 441, and that's what he's rocking. Upgraded vault pieces, basically. So he's almost done. Cho a little more behind. I basically skipped her this week, almost. I might play her a little bit. Um, and then what else? Oh, I got a bunch of Paragon chests, and there was a lot of world quests that gave gold again. So I really got like almost 40,000 gold in like two hours on two characters. So if you have a lot of alts, dude, jump on those bitches and go check out the Dragonflight world quest. There's like a bunch of them, the, the 600 to 800 gold thing again. They're so easy. You just drop down and like someone's there doing them. Just Some of them are like climbing quests. You go do the climbing thing and they're like, here's 700 gold. And I'm like, wow, that took 10 seconds. So it's pretty cool. So paying, kind of earning back the money I spent on those subs that I was super like dirt for and I had to use um, WoW tokens. So trying to earn that money back. And then what else? Oh, I have all my reputation gear from like all the all the factions except Veldraken. I'm not done with the Veldraken Accord yet. There's a lot for them. So I'm working on that. Mm, and what else? Oh, I got all those green versions of the mounts that I talked about last week, except the mammoth, because I don't have a real mammoth to put the green skin on. So that's fine. I will get it eventually. And then I had kind of like a scrub moment. I um, realized really, really, really late that there is a Dream Wardens contract. So if you're like me and you're like barely making your Dream Wardens contract, there is one. And on my server, they're like 250 gold. So really nothing. Um, and then you get the... I think if you buy the biggest one, it gives you like 15 for every world quest. So if that's your thing and you want to finish up that Dream Wardens. I know some people have finished. I haven't. I'm like 18. So close. So there is a contract out there. I don't think they're that expensive. And then what else? Oh, this is the best part. I listened to a new podcast that I really liked and I just want to give them a quick shout out, if that's okay. It's called um, Solo Q. And it's hosted I knew by you were going to say that. Yeah, you knew I wanted to mention Solo Q. Shout out to Solo Q, bro. Dude, Dave is like the coolest guy. I've been interacting with him a little bit on Twitter, you know, some retweets and some DMs and stuff. And he's really, really nice. So Dave, uh, going to massacre his last name. Can't remember how to pronounce it. We'll just call him Dave. Go check out Solo Q. He does, um, right now it's monthly. I think maybe he wants to tow around with doing it more often, but you know, his own his own thing. And this guy is just really cool. And I think the reason I was drawn to this is because I am mostly a solo player, except for like, you know, LFGs and the occasional LFR. So I really identified with this. Like once a month, he puts out like a one and a half to one hour, 45 minute podcast where he just talks about everything well. And he really, addresses it from this really nice like casual solo point of view so he and he'll admit it too like if you're looking for like stats and strats and pvp like it's not it's none of that it's really just a really fun casual solo open world podcast so if that's your thing i know y'all know that's my thing uh go check out solo q very very good show and and that's it for me for the week does that do uh, it's yeah, it's brand new. It's got two episodes out, so it's been out for two months because he records monthly at this time. Oh, nice. I'll have to check it out. Yeah, totally worth it. Uh, the other thing I want to shout him out for, he was the first person to like the picture I posted on the Thralls Balls Twitter account where I was taking Pelswick through the Warlords of Draenor intro. And of course you got to use the black gunpowder to draw a dick. Oh, and you drew the dick. <laughs> you have to. It's required. 
I agree. Dave is gonna, Dave, I agree. Dave is gonna steal my spot as the first person to like all your posts. Dave's trying to muscle in. Come on, Dave, join the, join, muscle in. Join the, join the big sweaty Dewey. green balls family. It's totally fine. And then the other thing you said that got me thinking, that reminded me, I, the day I lost my job, I was going around canceling all kinds of my superfluous, uh, I don't think I pronounced that right, superfluous, uh, subscriptions. And I'm like, I can't even afford to justify paying for WoW. So you know what I did? I logged on to fucking my druid on Proudmoor who had like eight hundred, eight and a half hundred thousand gold. And I bought three fucking WoW tokens. So I'm there good go. for three months. I have survived on the WoW token before, my friend. The past two months, I've had to use tokens. <laughs> I am terrible at farming gold, so I hope I have a new job within that three months. Oh, God, it would suck if I didn't. Really suck. Also, the other thing that um, I swear I was listening to you, but my mind started wandering because I didn't take my attention deficit medication today. And if gnomes have hydraulic steam-powered dicks, are there gas-powered goblin members? Do you think? Oh, I, don't know. I, got, I like I like the idea of the hydraulic one better than the gas-powered one. I don't know why. I feel it's like, like I'm gonna I'm gonna feel the meat before I feel the heat, and that's the way it's supposed to be, right? I guess. Aww. I think you'd end up burning your goblin cock. Yeah, I'm just thinking about like how all the goblin things always have like all that noxious like black smoke out of them. Like your dick would be like on yeah, like it would look like it was on fire. I don't. It's not a very good effect. I don't think that's a good fit. No. Pivot away from that thought no. <laughs> all of a sudden. No, no uh, GPGMs up in here. Gas-powered goblin member. Yeah, I think that's a terrible idea. Might as well jam a rocket up your ass and light it so you can fly to the moon. Jesus Christ. What is wrong? Why do any why does anyone listen to this show? What the fuck? <laughs> it's not wow. even the first time we're, I've said we're that. Fucking hilarious. We're fucking hilarious. Admit it. We are. Alright, wow news time. Time for wow news. Motherfuckers. Alright, it being the holiday season, there isn't really a ton of news to talk about. Um, so I'll just go through this a little quickly. So, WoW had previously data mined that there are some Night Elf-themed cosmetic items and they didn't know where they would come from. However, as of the latest PTR build, they found them all around Belameth, the new Night Elf city. So there's like a spear, a dagger, bow, shield, pouch, just to name a few. And you go around and you just see them and you click on them and you get the appearance. Or rather, you get an item in your inventory that you click to get the appearance. So that's pretty dope. And there's a pretty cool looking night elf shield, I would say. So if you have a fantasy in your head of being a night elf paladin, you can put that to good use. Cause I'm sure eventually you'll get your night elf paladin. Just saying, just saying. Uh, moving on, Blizzard put out this nice little video that was honestly a feels trip to watch. It was the, it was like a, uh, World of Warcraft in 2023 or Blizzard in 2023, whatever, kind of recap. And it just looks back at the last year. There's all kinds of cameos from creators and players alike. And from what I gather, reading people's posts, 
um, like Annie Fuchsia, for example, didn't know she was going to be in that video and found herself and went, holy crap, or whatever she said. It, I don't know, just highlights from the year. It's worth watching. It's not very long, like three minutes. Uh, Gershom, you keyed up. Did you have something to add to that? No, I bumped. Sorry. Oh, that, okay. Um, so two last things I want to go over here. Um, this probably doesn't matter because I don't know how many people are even still going to be raiding before 1025 or season four or whatever. But there is a weak aura that I want to highlight that I saw on Wowhead, specifically for Smolderon. And what this does is at the beginning of the fight, it automatically adjusts your particle density settings. And then when the fight's over, it goes back to what your custom setting is. And quite frankly, the reason I want to point this out is I don't think we should need to have a fucking weak aura to make a fight visible by all means use your auras to make fights easier but if the particles are so fucking dense that you can't see the floor well enough that's a problem and that's not something blizzard should be doing in my very humble opinion like by all means keep difficult mechanics don't even change what the mechanics are just i don't know in the past couple of years it's been like very difficult to tell one effect from another you could be standing in what you think is good but it's actually you're standing in bad and it's hard to tell because they look so fucking similar and yeah so anyway shouldn't have to have a weak aura to make a fight visible but whatever here it is it's in the show notes um i linked the wowhead article and the direct link to the aura so the wago.io that's the aura one last piece here. There's a Twitch Prime mount, the Swift Windsteed, and it's this uh, Pandaria goat-looking thingy, and it can fly. Pretty cool mount that can fly. Um, from what I gather, I know there was a way to get this in the game before, but I never really knew what. It was apparently previously already a, a Twitch Prime drop. I don't remember that. Maybe my information is wrong. But anyway, if you are a Twitch Prime member between December 26th and January 30th, you get this Pandaria goat-looking thing with a spike on its chest. That's part of a shield. It's not, like, built into the goat. <laughs> I hiccuped. So, yeah, that's actually all there was for news, unless you guys heard of something that I did not. Oh, I don't no. have anything. I'm just going to slap. Yeah. What do you think of this idea of needing a weak aura to make the particles make sense? Because I think it's crap that that has to happen. Then I think you should say more because you rate a lot more. I mean, my personal opinion, I don't really give a shit. Like, there's other potions you could take, so I think it's something they shouldn't focus on at all, really. There's other problems that are bigger in the game. But I, I do agree they could do a better job designing it. They just slap, like, different shades of the same color sometimes, and it's annoying. Yeah. Isn't there something going on right now when you get those like fire cones on Smolderon or whatever where that, that, I swear to God, I heard people complaining on different podcasts that like when they come out of your body and they go in every which way, is that the Smolderon fight vent? Am I wrong or is that Fyrek? Where like uh, fires are coming out, it's Smolderon, right? And yeah. like three of them will come out of you, but like I've heard people saying that like 
they're finding it like hard to target other people or something like this, but I don't know. Like I still need to do LFR, so I don't know. Frankly, that much is a skill issue, I'd say. I just I wanted know. to say, frankly, it's a skill issue. Ooh, ooh, somebody out there. If you have wanted to make a WoW podcast, this'll work. Use the name skill issue. Just call it that. Do it, do it. Stolen. You can, you can have that for free. All right, whatever. Let's be done with the news and move on. Let's let's get a little fuck yeah action going here. It's the mixed drink of the week. Fuck, fuck yeah. yeah. Last one of the year, fuck yeah. Oh yeah, last mixed drink of the week for the year of 2023. Fuck yeah. It's time for, for the mixed drink of the week. Fuck yeah. Fuck yeah. <laughs> It's the mixed drink of the week. And before we get into it, I just want to remind everybody to please only partake of the mixed drink of the week or any alcohol for that matter, if you're of legal age or legal whatever to do so. Furthermore, we're not responsible for any stupid shit that may befall you as a result of your own stupid shit. So we have been going through various draconic leaders and this week Gershom up, Gershom it Gershom, I've been saying your name wrong for years. Gershom is up with Eridicron. No, you're fine. It doesn't matter how you say it. I think that Gershom uh, okay. is a Midwest thing. I've heard people say Gershom and I don't care. So yeah, so I have the Eridicron. Do you guys, so I'll, I'll let you know, um, maybe two hints. It's a shot and it's really simple. It'll scare you how easy this is. So what's in the Eridicron, please, gentlemen? All right, well, I'll, I'll guess first if you're okay with that, Ben. Yeah, go ahead. All right. Eridicron, he's all rocky and stony, and he's evil, and in his visage form, his body is like being barely held together with straps while there's like a magma glow within him of some sort. And so I'm thinking we've got something that reflects that magma and the raw power and the evil and the rockiness. So I don't want to say something smooth like bourbon as much as I love bourbon. I think it's a shot half fireball. No, one third fireball, one third and the fireballs to represent the magma. One third, hmm, let's say black rum to represent the rock. Uh, I can't smell what he's cooking. And then one third Dr. Pepper for flavor. Okay, Ben, what do you think? All right, uh, I don't see it having any flame in it. I feel like he's just gonna be like a rocky brownish hue. So I'm gonna go with uh, Muggs Root Beer, uh, Fireball, uh, Captain Morgan Spiced Rum. Um, you're gonna mix that all up. And then to, you know, I think, um, I do want it to include something related to Shadowflame because I think he's part of that. Um, you're going to put like 151 or Everclear on top. You're going to light it on fire and then drink it. Okay, good. So it's pretty close. Um, you guys were close and not close in different ways. So I'll just tell you what it is because I don't even fully remember what you guys both said. And it's super simple. So you're going to take a shot glass. You're going to put a black jelly bean on bottom. That's the representation of the rock and the earth, actually. And then on top, you're literally going to pour half a shot of Bailey's and half a shot of Jaeger. So the Bailey's hits on bottom because it's heavier, and then the Jaeger sits on top, and you're going to shoot it. 
I did this last night and I just, I really hate Jaeger. So I bought like two airplane bottles <laughs> in the suburbs by my job because I hate it. So I'm going to take this one last shot now. But the, the thought here is that the Jaeger hits you first, which it does. It's very earthy and scary. And then the Baileys hits you and it kind of adds this smoothness to it, right? But then you get the black jelly bean and you're like, ow, that kind of hurts. That's weird. And I have to chew on that. And it's like a rock. And this really is just how I feel about Aridocron. So I think that he hits you hard at first, the Jaeger, and then he comes down like kind of smooth. So if you guys have read the books, I think we learn a little bit more about Aridocron. Uh, well, yeah, no. So just to illustrate, this is not a plot spoiler. This is simply like a flavor scene that happens in the book. But basically, Fyrot goes in to like talk shit to Aridocron about something. It has something to do with like, oh, I didn't want to make Razagath the next primalist and I wasn't involved in that decision or whatever. So he goes to talk politics with Aridocron and Aridocron's like, all right, I'll listen to you, whatever. So he ends up like showing Fyrak that he's boss by pulling Fyrak into like earthen quicksand, but it's like rock. And all of a sudden Fyrak's like, I can't move. Wooly, do you remember this scene in the- It's in the one of my board? favorite scenes from it'll, the It'll book. stick in your head forever. It'll stick in your head forever. Farak was like, well, I was the first to become a um, an incarnate, so I should be in charge. And then Aridocron's like, bitch, you thought. And that's why that's one of my favorite scenes in the book is yeah. because it really highlights that Farak doesn't really go off the, fully off the deep end until Aridocron has fucked off and the Shadow Flame has taken over. Yeah, so like Farak goes in to tell off Aridocron and Aridocron's like, guess what, bitch? listen to you for like five seconds and then he basically almost turns Fyrak into rock and the rock kind of starts like crawling up him and he's like oh my god I'm gonna die I'm suffocating or whatever and then Aridocron finally lets him go and he's like, yeah, that's what's up and that's kind of what's up with this shot is like it hits you hard but it's a little bit smooth and I'll tell you if you take like two or three of them they'll creep on you Aridocron's a bit of a creeper he's playing a long game and we're not done with Aridocron we all know that so and Ben, I for your credit, I wanted to include something shadow flamey, but like it just, I couldn't hit it. So I did have that in mind, but that's the Aridocron. I that? just thought of something that could be a plot hole. So when Neltharion finally gives in to the voices, and this isn't a spoiler because we know this happened from the game. When he finally gives in to the void and locks Razageth in a mountain, because Eridicron has complete control over stone, couldn't he have just opened the mountain to let Razageth out? Or was it because of the void that she was stuck in there and that kind of overrode it? I don't know. I thought they had all been imprisoned at some point. Yes, Razageth, but not at the same time. Like, Razageth was the first um, and Eridicron was the last. Time. Well, then that might be a plot hole. I don't know. Hit us up, swingers. Huh. I don't know. I haven't even finished the book. I still got to finish it. Noble, Noble the Noble, come explain this. He doesn't listen. He won't know. Well, he would know, but he doesn't listen to the show. Uh, so that was Eridicron. To summarize, you put a black jelly bean in the bottom, half a shot of Bailey's, and on top of that, half a shot of Jaeger. Uh, next it. week, Simple. next week I'm up. And Gershom told me before, I, I keep catching myself saying it weird now. Before the show, Gershom told me to just pick my own dragon. So I'm going with Cindragosa, the undead version of Cindragosa. And make no mistake, 
there will be zero echo in this drink of who she was when she was alive. Is it disrespectful to her? Maybe, but she didn't exactly have the best life, did she? Not toward the end of it anyway. And besides, she got her happy ending when she and Maligos, you know, wrapped their tails around each other's necks and choke fucked each other, you know, toward the end of the, in that one part in Dragonflight. That's, that's yeah, what happened, I, right? I had me asking, I was like, isn't she like a little close to like a mom or an auntie or something? That was weird. Hey, guess what? You guys didn't send me off. I have the shot sitting here. Oh shit, oh shit. Oh, uh, no, that's oh, through the guns. Look out, asshole. Look out, asshole. Yeah, take your shot. All right, here we go. I'm gonna do it online. See, I misunderstood because I thought you oh, took God. the shot last night. No, I did, but I had another one sitting here. It's good. It was as good as it was last night. It'll creep on me, probably like last night. Anyways. So this is as good a time as any to mention that beginning with my drink next week, that will be, we are doing one more dragon drink each, and then we're gonna move on to Drum roll, even though I'm pretty sure we said it on the show. Heritage drinks. Every race in the game will eventually have heritage armor. These are their heritage drinks. So, yeah, get ready for that, y'all. Ready for that. Um, I don't want to just set up the next segment without being sure, but Gershom, you said you had a question of the week to do. Is that right? I mean, yeah, I could throw one out there for sure. I haven't done All right, it in a while. cool. Let's do it. Question, question, bub, bub, the week, the week, the week. Shit! Shit! Well, what was this question you had? I am literally just so seriously curious about what is everyone's favorite trope in Dragonflight. I assume we're not gonna answer today, although I have mine, but I just really wanna know like what everyone's feeling in this expansion. I feel like we're all feeling pretty good, like no matter how we play the game. And I feel like it would be really fun to just i just want to know like what's your favorite trope or maybe even like you know we could expand it a little bit to like your favorite system or feel like you have a favorite quest line or anything like that i think it would be fun to just we're like halfway through the expansion you know more than halfway if we're looking at a late summer early fall release so i feel like it would be fun to kind of touch base and see what everyone's like enjoyed the most so far i probably asked this question before and i just like to do it every now and then so yeah, you can answer cool. at thrallsballspodcast at gmail.com, at thrallsballspod on Twitter, Discord, and thrallsballs.com, and you can click on and get in the Discord server. We'd love to hear from you. Yeah. Um, there's also, if you're going to go on the website, there is a button for anonymous feedback. You can put your answer in that if you want, um, but yeah, I don't know. You can also use it to send a review or whatevs. Okay, head of the class, eater of ass. Head of the class and eater of ass. Anyway, what is this? Craig! All right, so this is head of the class, eater of ass. This is our trivia section of the show, wherein one of us asks the other two 10 trivia questions. For every question that we answer correctly, we get a point. For every question we do not answer correctly, we do not get a point. If, let me rephrase that. The people answering the questions, you'd think I would have worked out a succinct way of putting this, have to score seven out of 10 questions or better to be crowned head of the class. If the two question answerers both get seven out of 10, 
it's whoever scores higher than the other. If it's a tie, it's a tie. Who gives a fuck? For the person asking the questions to win, the other two will have had to fall short of 7 out of 10, and then they are head of the class, whilst the other two are eating ass. Even though there is some disagreement over whether the winners are eating ass or not. So, I don't think that's ever going to be resolved. We all have our opinions about eating ass. That's a brand new sentence. All right. That's what makes so, us a beautiful community. We can accept everyone's yes. opinion. It's totally fine. And you can eat ass if you want to, but I would not recommend doing it because that's where the poop comes out. And that's gross. Anyway, Gershom, you are up with the uh, trivia this week. Also, I'm going to stop replacing the background music with different music because I am, however, going to take it down so I can do my editing magic because it's a pain in the ass. That's why. So from now on, this section will always just have silence behind it because otherwise I can't edit it proper. Okay. Don't okay. forget we need a new song for the new series too. So you have like yep, three weeks we will. to come up with a new song. Since you write the songs, did everyone know that Wooly writes those songs that you guys are hearing? I, I think that's don't so shout. much write them as I use Windows Music Maker Jam to bullshit stuff. I still think it's cool. Anyways. Well, thank you. You want to take you us guys away ready here? To, uh, go to the head of the class. Yeah. Do we have a theme? Um, no, it's a little general, and there's some like culture wow related questions in here that might be a little different. So we'll see how you guys feel okay. about that. Like wow in the news type stuff, or like wow on the internet type stuff. Oh, something I didn't say in the news: Bobby Kotick is officially gone. Get fucked. Oh yeah, happy New Year, bitches! He's gone. Don't let the door hit you. I totally forgot about that. So excited. I posted about it, but I totally forgot about. It. Oh my god, bye, bitch. Sorry. See ya. All right, take us away. Take it okay. away, Ern. I will. Okay, so there was pre-cataclysm. So in the expansions before Cataclysm, there was an activity where you could go talk to a blood elf and he would teleport you to the top of a very tall place with a parachute and you could jump down. And this was really, this was so early in the game that it was one of the first times that like the parachute mechanic was a real thing. What zone did that activity take place in? Blood elf teleports you to a tall place and gives you a parachute and you get to fly down just for funsies. That's a blind guess. I do not remember this. Okay, you guys are both wrong. Wooly said Ghostlands and Bent said Old Dalaran. The answer was Feralus. This was in Feralus. And there's Shit. some rocks called like the Twin the twin Rocks or the Twin Towers or something weird like that. So it was in Feralus. You guys are both incorrect. Wait one second, sorry. There's no need to worry because silence gets automatically truncated when I'm editing in this it's awesome okay number two so we all know that dark master gandling was the head of the cult of the damned what were they doing can what was you the the doing can you ask that question again because you cut out okay so dark master gandling was head of the cult of the damned what was the cult of the damned doing so, Bent, you said trying to bring the Legion to Azeroth via the Sunwell. That's not the answer I had in mind. And, Wooly, you said resurrecting dragons as Scourge, I think. I think, Wooly, I'll give you the point. They were basically in charge yes. of resurrecting everything as the Scourge. They were the head of creating the Scourge, basically. 
So Willie gets. I thought. I th- oh no, Arthas himself brought Cindergosa back, not the Cult of the Damned. But either way, I'll yeah, take the all- point. Yeah, you'll take the point. But in the novel, it does touch on it. Like Arthas and Jaina and all the soldiers go up there and they run into Ganling and they're like, oh my God, they're turning every dead person that died from the plague into like a zombie. So yeah, they were basically responsible for like the necromancy that was going on there. Okay, we're going to jump into a few questions that have to do more with pop culture. You guys ready for like pop culture and wow questions? Okay, so I'm going to give, this is a multiple choice question. Name the celeb pair celeb pair sorry that played wow together and here are your choices and i can go over them again paul walker and vin diesel from the fast and furious franchise mila kunis and ashton kutcher from that 70s show david harbour and millie bobby brown from stranger things or tina fey and amy poehler of like saturday night live comedian fame you guys are both wrong. Ashton and Mila did not play WoW together. Mila Kunis was addicted to WoW. The correct answer is God actually Walker and Vin Diesel. Fucking seriously? I'm, I'm so serious. I'll find the link and I'll send it to you. I was waiting for Mr. T. I thought Mr. Jesus. Well, don't wait. Don't wait too long. <laughs> so Wooly has one point so far. Okay. Name the air quotes inspired by World of Warcraft theme park in China that has recently closed, by the way. You gotta know its name. It's all over the internet. Don't fucking know. I don't know, so I I made a joke. (laughs) Well, he said Fartopia. That is incorrect, (laughs) but it's pretty fucking funny. Oh, Ben's typing. Okay. You said, is it Happy Land or Joyland? I'm going to give him the point. It was called World Joyland. So I'm going to use enough. my I never got that. discretion points. Yeah, World Joyland. Yeah. So Ben's got one. That's terrible. I keep her. Sorry. Okay. Here goes another pop culture. Okay. Of the following celebrities, which ones do not have an MPC? Fabio, The Rock, Britney Spears, Robin Williams, and Bobby Flay. Which one does not have an MPC in the game? Who the fuck is Bobby Flay? He's a chef. Oh. Bent, you're wrong. And Wooly, you're wrong. Wooly said The Rock. Damn it. Bent said Robin Williams. Both those people do have NPCs in the game. I wish I'd done better homework with the links. I didn't. Britney Spears was the correct answer. Britney Spears does not have an NPC in the game. So no points. All right. You guys are tied. Go ahead. Sorry. I'm wondering if... After Blizzard decided we must overreact immediately and remove any reference of sex from the game, and they also went around removing people's NPCs just in case they turn out to be shitty people, do any of these NPCs still exist? Like which I don't ones? Because I thought oh, I had been under the impression. Yeah, I had been under the Ooh. impression that they went through and removed a whole bunch of NPCs that are real references to people. Although Reckles is still I in. like I said, I should have done better homework. This was kind of like a no, little bit of an older article that I was looking at for some. The so question still stands. The question is still good. It's a, still a good trivia question. I'm just wondering if they went through and how thorough they were about that. Well, like I've seen a lot of things online about the Robin Williams and like I've never gone to see that. It's like a genie too. It's like Robin the genie or something. And it's like somewhere in like um, 
like Draenor? I don't know. It could, they, I don't know. This one, it's a good trivia question, but maybe it's outdated. You guys at ready this for point, Yes, although at this point, neither of us can win. That's right. You each have one point. We're going into question six. God, I just slay y'all every time. <laughs> Almost every time. All right, Ben, this one's for you, buddy. What was Mr. T's infamous character and race class in his commercial for World of Warcraft? Come on. <laughs> Wooly was ready with that one shit. In all caps. He screamed that shit into the server. No. So Ben said a gnome. You're wrong. And Wooly got it right with a night elf mohawk. Pity the fool. Yep. Oh, that's right. And there is actually, wasn't there like a toy or something? I was, I was fucking around on the internet after I made these questions and saw something about like, there was a toy you can get or a toy you can get where like you can turn into that for a bit and you get like a mohawk, you turn into like yeah, a there was. mohawk. Yeah. <laughs> so that was pretty dope. Okay. Here goes another one. Number seven. Well, you did two, Ben, you have one. What was the actual name of the famous WoW pandemic in 2005? You guys need a reminder. I doubt it. And no. Yeah. Well, you got it right. No, Ben, you're wrong. Are you taking another shot? You're still typing. No, I just set it up for the next one. Oh, okay. So, Ben, you said the scourge. That was wrong. Wooly, you said the corrupted blood incident. That is correct. Which, fun fact, they then used as a real-life model to study social behaviors in a pandemic setting. That's actually true. That's true. I read that as well, so I think that's pretty neat. All right. Number eight. Why was Silithus the place that Blizz devs decided to make Sargeras uh, stab the sword? I don't think I'm right. I just think it makes sense. Don't distrust yourself, Wooly. So Bent said something with the old gods. That is incorrect. Wooly, you said, because why the hell else would anyone, why the hell else would anyone go there? I'm going to give you the point because basically Sweet. Dev said it was the least populated, least played in, and least enjoyed zone out of the game according to player feedback at that time. So they decided to eliminate uh, Silithus from that. Yep. It was basically AQ and a bunch of dust. That was it. Yeah, and a we had to grind, like, the Mog. You got that weird, like, Twilight Cultist Mog and shit. Like, yeah, that was yeah. pretty much it. All right, we got... Okay, number nine. What was the first area of the game that the devs started working on? Before World of Warcraft was a thing... When it was in development after, you know, Warcraft 3 and all that, and they decided to do World of Warcraft, you're supposed to let me finish, but you're incorrect, Ben. <laughs> what was the, f no, and you're, well, so you're both incorrect, you jumpers. Ben said Lordaeron, Wooly, you said Mulgore, you're both incorrect. They started working on the Stormwind area, which simultaneously Damn. included Stormwind, Elwynn Forest, and Westfall. My second guess was going to be Ironforge, which, by the yeah. way, in early alpha builds, had a lot more going on in it. A bunch of bridges that really went nowhere. They just wanted it to look really, really dwarven. And I they get scaled so it back. lost in that place. I mean, I know I don't play the Alliance. It's just like, oh, even Stormwind, I know my way around a fair bit. Like, I have some landmarks. Ironforge, I'm just like, ugh. No. It, was, it used to be worse in alpha. More bridges that go to nowhere. Not just some, but a lot more. <laughs> like, what the fuck? All right, number 10. Wooly, you have four points. Bent, you have one. Last question. Harken back to the days of watching Arthas go kill his dad. Via cinematic, of course. There's a scene where you see his boots walking into Lordaeron. 
Who did the motion capture for that video back when they used to do motion capture for videos? Who did that? Nabent said he has no clue. Okay, so you're wrong, obviously. Well, you got something? Yeah, you're right. Chris Metzen. It was. Oh, so sweet. Chris Metzen actually taught. Uh, they say that Chris Metzen taught Arthas how to walk. Because that was one of his first scenes, you know, in like a cinematic where you saw him walking around and Chris Metzen did for that. So we finish off head of the class. Willie, you got five. Bench, you got one. No one won unless everybody's a winner. You won. Happy New Year. No, you won. won. You got to You got to take the dub. Take the dub. Also, if I may, I am so happy, Chris. Jesus, there's nothing like sitting there in at BlizzCon listening to Chris Metzen yell, Horde, let me hear you, Alliance, where you at, shit like that. It was awesome. I know we've touched on this before too, but like in a big crush way, you know, that shit is all like free form. He uses no teleprompter. Yep. Like that's just straight passion from him. I fucking love that. And that's so cool. You were there. I'm so happy for you. Can confirm they had the teleprompter turned off. Um, all right. I'm going to bring the music back up here. Congrats on your win there, Gershom. So final thoughts. My final thought is, uh, <laughs> All right, I'm done. What about you guys? Bubbles. What? Bubbles. I don't are Happy New Year's, guys. It was a good oh, year, yeah. I think, for a while, and I'm all looking forward to what next year brings. Hell yeah. Absolutely. I totally echo that. Happy New Year's, swingers. Also, I'll take the dub on the trivia. And apparently, thank you to some random mechanized gnome. My dry spell is over. Hey, yo. Oh, boy. Well, look, this is a bit of a shorter episode, but it's also the holiday season, so there's a little bit less um, um, uh, wow news to talk about. I just want to tell everybody, because Bent didn't say it out loud, he has another Code Red dump. Remember that from previous? And he says, happy, happy Naboo year, N-B-E-W. Anyway, uh, so we're going to go ahead and get on out of here. You can go ahead and follow us in the places. I am at Wooly08 on Twitter, Instagram, and Blue Sky. Gershom is at Hunter Gershom on Twitter and Blue Sky, G-E-R-S-H-O-M. And at Hunter Gershom on on Instagram, that's G-E-R-R-S-H-O-M. Bent is at Bentolis underscore Outlaw on Twitter, and that's B-E-N-T-O-L-A-S. And the show is at Thralls Balls Pod on Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, and Blue Sky. Can't say how active or not on any of those. It'll get there. You can email us with any feedback, thrallsballspodcast at gmail.com. Leave a review or answer the question of the week in the Spotify Q&A. You can leave a review in iTunes, and we'll see it eventually as well. Two other ways to leave us a review, go to thrallsballs.com, submit one anonymously, or in Discord, you can also get there from the website. Anyway, bye. We love you. Be good. Bye, swingers. Love you. Happy New Year.